We had some fun up top. We got some weird shit in the middle. And then we spiraled at the end there, you know? I got a good job and I'm a nice guy. Uh, why do these ladies like these broke guys? Because they got good dick. If you're always going, oh, why does nothing good happen to me? Maybe it's your own goddamn fault. Did you ever think about that for half a second? Did you ever think the world doesn't owe you a goddamn thing? There's a point in my life where I just kind of turned my back on everything I had ever believed in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the next episode of Joe Kelly's Psychedelic Experience. What's going on with you, my friends? Your old pal Joe here, checking in with you on a motherfucking Monday. How's it going? How's it hanging? Listen, I hope you're doing well. I think you know that. But did you know that I hope you're doing better than you ever thought you possibly could be doing? And if you're not, hey, that's okay. But get your shit together. All right? The month of January, already almost done. What do we got? About a week left? A little bit more? What the fuck have you been doing with yourself? Have you been getting it together? Have you been taking care of yourself, both mentally, physically, and emotionally? If not, what the fuck have you been doing? You've had a whole goddamn month of a whole new year to get your shit together. The world's falling apart, people. What else are you going to do? You're going to fall apart with it or have your shit together for when it all falls to shit because it is falling to shit rather quickly. But maybe I'm just projecting. But get it together, people. Quit being a sad sack of shit. Get your life in order and uh, good things will come your way. You know, if you're always going, oh, why does nothing good happen to me? Maybe it's your own goddamn fault. Do you ever think about that for half a second? Did you ever think the world doesn't owe you a goddamn thing? Huh? It's possible. Maybe the world does owe you everything, and maybe you'll never get it. But maybe it doesn't owe you a goddamn thing, and the only thing you're going to get out of it is what the fuck you put into it. So if all you're putting into it is just sad fucking mopey shit, what the fuck do you expect to get back, huh? Hopefully something good. Hopefully something great. Before we get into the bullshit again, let's give another shout-out to our old buddy Darth Shibby, uh... A, a loyal listener of the podcast. I don't know if y'all listened last week, but his sister passed away a few weeks ago. I've still been thinking about you, buddy. I've been thinking about you a whole lot, man. Uh, when you said that you shared, I believe you said you shared whatever I said with your family. Dude, that fucking choked me up, bro. I'm glad. I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> Hopefully they don't start listening to the podcast and disown you. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, you're friends with that fucking asshole? But uh, it choked me up, brother. So I hope you're doing well. I hope you're hanging in there. I know it's not an easy situation to be in, but uh, it it touched my heart, you know? Uh, just the fact that whatever I said meant enough to you, the fact that you decided to share it with your family. It, uh, Yeah, it makes me feel like whatever... Whatever it is that I'm doing on this podcast, because I'm never entirely too sure. I know it's not a traditional type of podcast. I don't know if we learn anything. I don't know if I ever even keep a coherent thought most of the time. But uh, the people who are listening, I certainly appreciate it. And I think you're getting something out of it. And, uh, you know, as much as as much as I guess whatever I said meant to you, you feeling the... Uh, the need or not even the need or the desire to share it with your family. That meant a lot to me, brother. So thank you for that. That really fucking, that choked me up, man. It really did. So I feel like whatever I'm putting out is good. You know what I mean? Because it's like, 
you try, I'm trying to do stand-up comedy, trying to be in the entertainment business, and there's all sorts of hoops and loops you got to jump through, and there's all sorts of molds you're supposed to fit in, and nobody really knows what to do with you, especially with me, because I'm a little bit of a lunatic. I guess I'm out there. I don't really like listening to what people tell me to do. I like to say what the fuck is on my mind and in my heart, and that scares a lot of people. So that's why I have the podcast by myself. <laughs> So I don't have to frighten people, but, uh, you sharing that makes me feel like I'm doing something right, brother. So I hope you're doing well and, uh, just keep your chin up and hang in there, man. Life's, uh, it's not an easy journey. It's never going to be, and it's not supposed to be. Anybody who's had an easy life is a fucking asshole. If you haven't noticed the things that we go through in life, the, the hardships are what make us good people, I think. So, you know. It always seems like the people who have been through the most shit always tend to be a little bit nicer than the people who have been handed uh, everything and had a good hand. You know what I mean? All these rich fucking kids that grow up getting handed everything to their fucking parents turn out to be fucking assholes and just the worst fucking people you can imagine. And no one tells them that because they got money and everybody wants to be their friend because they might buy them a ping pong table or some shit like that. But we all know it's bullshit. So fuck them. You know what I mean? But uh, hang in there, buddy. Hang in there, everybody. If you're having a hard time, fucking hang in there. See it through. Don't give up. Whatever you're going through is going to make you a better person in the end, all right? That's why people who live in states that are cold have, I think, have good personalities and tend to be good people just because four months of the year fucking suck every fucking year for them. You know what I mean? So uh, it builds character. So... Again, whatever you're going through, Darth Shibby, anybody else, fucking hang in there, stick it through, you'll be all right. And uh, even if you're not going to be all right, we're going to die anyway, so you might as well fucking enjoy whatever you can enjoy while you're still here. You know what I mean? It is what it is. It's not all fucking rainbows and glitter farts all the fucking time, people. Most of the time, it's not. I think we can all agree with that. Let's move on to some other things. Got some shows coming up. I will be in Raleigh, North Carolina this weekend with my buddy Aaron Weber doing some clean comedy for you, people. That's going to be uh, the 27th and the 28th. I, uh, I realize that some of the people who have been coming from either the podcast, Facebook, whatever it is, coming to see the shows I've been with Aaron, they're like, uh, that was fine. Like that was a fun comedy show, but we like your dirty stuff. And it's like, well, I'm just trying to let it be known now that a lot of these shows will be clean until I'm out on my own. So, uh, just know what to expect people. I know it's not the most fun shit in the world, but it's a job and I got to do what I got to do for the time being. But if you would like to hear some dirty comedy, February 9th, Thursday, I will be at Sonny's patio pub in Nashville. I'm headlining that Tickets are on sale now. I'll post a link in the description of this podcast. You'll get them from Eventbrite. Come through there. Monty Mitchell's going to be on it. He did the podcast with me last week. My good buddy Brad Sativa will also be on it. It's going to be a good fucking show. And I'll be doing 40 minutes of uh, some newer stuff that I'm figuring out, dirty stuff. It's going to be it's going to be Joe's show. So come on through if you can make that one. That'll be a lot of fun. And then February 10th and the 11th, I'm back to doing the clean comedy. But this time in Omaha, Nebraska at the Funny Bone, I'll be in Michigan towards the end of February as well. 
doing some pretty dirty comedy there as well. These are my couple of shows. February 24th, I'll be at Bell River Golf Course. That's in Memphis, Michigan. And the big one, Timothy's Pub in Flint, Michigan, February 25th. If uh, you're in Michigan, if you're anywhere near Flint, come to that one. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun there. I grew up not too far from that pub. It's my sister's watering hole. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be chaos. She wants to sit in the front row. I keep telling her not to. And she's going to do what she wants because that's because uh, that's what she's always done. And that's why I do comedy. Because <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, March. <laughs> I got another show in Nashville, I think on the uh, 15th. I think I'm at some fucking brewery. I can't remember, but it's all on my website. But anyway, March 10th and the 11th, I'll be in Lowell, Arkansas, doing clean comedy with Aaron Weber at the Grove. 17th and the 18th, I'll be in St. Louis with Aaron. And then the 31st of March and April 1st, I'll also be with Aaron, this time in Syracuse, New York. Go to Joe Kelly Comedy for all the up the upcoming dates, ladies and gentlemen. You know where to find them. Uh, maybe I'll start having my web guy put on whether the shows are going to be clean or not on the website, just to give everybody a fucking heads up as to what's going on. But, uh, that's all I got coming up for the next couple of months. Shows coming in here and there. Things have been good. As far as comedy goes, it's been a relatively, uh, mellow week. It's been a quiet weekend. My neighbor's not causing a bunch of ruckus. Uh, this, I think, my neighbors were a couple, but I think they had a breakup last week is what happened. They've broken up about four times since I've lived here, and it's only been a month. <laughs> but I think this one stuck. But uh, it was just so funny, and I am going to try and make this a bit somehow. But it's like, have you, have you ever heard a broke fella break up with a girl? Because that's what happened. That is what fucking happened. You know, these, listen, the place that I'm living in is not super expensive and it's relatively easy to afford for one person, but they uh, don't have tags on their car. The, the place is, the outside is pretty trashed. It doesn't seem like they have their shit together. You know what I mean? So I assume they don't have a ton of money because they're arguing back and forth. Whatever, I don't know how it started, but I could hear it through the wall just because the walls are thin. And uh, they're just going off on each other. He's yelling at her, fuck you, you fat bitch, you're trash, you're this, you're that. She's like, you're always in your fucking feelings, this, that, and the other. And he's just fucking going off on her, going, I don't need you. I don't want you here. Leave, bitch. Leave, bitch. I don't need you here. I don't want you here. I don't have want anything to do with you. And then she says something back, and he's like, what do you mean I don't care about you? I, I, I bought you stuff when I didn't have any money. <laughs> And then it kind of dawns on him. He goes, oh, shit, I don't have any money. So then it turns in from leave, bitch. I don't have any money to, oh, you're just going to leave now. So you're just going to leave me. So you're just going to leave me. He immediately backtracked on fucking going, fuck you, until he realized he didn't have any money. And if she leaves, he doesn't know what he's going to do. It's the funniest shit I've ever heard from somebody going, fuck you. I don't need you. You repulse me to going, oh, shit, I don't have any money and I absolutely need you here, which is, you know, hopefully they get it all figured out. But absolutely fucking hysterical. I was dying. I was absolutely dying just to hear his realization of going, I, I bought you things when I don't have any money. 
pause, pause, and then he's thinking about, oh, shit, I don't have any money. Oh, so you're just going to leave me. So you're just going to leave me after you told her to get out. (laughs) Bro, I've never gone through a breakup like that or had like that kind of serious argument with somebody I was seeing. You know what I mean? We've gotten spats in here and there, but it's never been... Maybe when I was like a teenager, maybe that's because you're just fucking emotions are out of control and all that shit where you just fucking start yelling. But I've never gone down since then. I haven't ever gone down that route. You know what I mean? If things are on the fritz like that, if that's the correct word for it, I just don't I don't do that. Do you all do that? Do you all fucking yell and scream at each other and then try and make it work? That seems like a terrible, fucking terrible thing to be. But maybe that's what love is, you know? Maybe love is someone insulting you to your face and telling you to get the fuck out of their life and then you come back and go, listen, you know I didn't mean all that. You know, listen, you are a fat bitch, but I didn't mean that you're a fat bitch. (laughs) I meant that you're my fat bitch. If you're going to be a fat bitch, you might as well be my fat bitch. You know what I mean? I just don't deal with that shit. I don't have time for those kind of arguments in life. I really don't. Nothing's that serious. You know what I mean? And obviously you don't like each other that much. So why would you stick around? Because you don't have any money. You know? Because you don't have any money. Is that why women date broke men is because they can't leave you? And maybe you aren't that good of a person? Is that what it is? Or are you just a great person who sees through all that shit and just gets used the whole time? I don't know. I found it very interesting. But why would you date? Why would you ever date someone who who can't even get their car registered? You know what I mean? Again, that's a real fucking charming. Maybe they make a a a nice flaming yawn, or what's the fucking Gordon Ramsay thing that when you wrap the steak in the mushroom and then the pastry puff? What is that called? Whatever that shit is, I can't remember the name of it right now. Maybe it'll come to me in a little bit, but maybe they make good that, you know? Maybe they got other good qualities in life. Usually, let's be honest, we know what it is. It's the dick. Let's be honest, ladies. And fellas, if you're broke and you ain't got no lady around, it's because you ain't got no dick game. You're like, why? I got a good job and I'm a nice guy. Uh, Why do these ladies like these broke guys? Because they got good dick. You know, listen, take it from a guy who lived out of a van for a while. Ladies were happy to have me around and not because, you know, (laughs) certainly not because I was buying them stuff (laughs) or necessarily giving them, you know, all of my attention. It was, I was very focused on comedy back then, but let's be honest, you know, you know what it was, you know what it was. That's why I can. Uh, that's why I could live in a van and still have ladies go. He's a nice guy. It's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It is what it is. It took me a while to realize that. I thought I was just a very lovable person, and maybe I am. Maybe I got that going for me too. But the only reason there's plenty of people who, plenty of dudes living in their cars who ladies will not give the time of day to. But your old pal Joe, you know, I mean. <sighs> It is what it is. I'm not here to tell you any lies, people. It is what it is. I'm not saying I got the biggest dick in the world, but it's it gets the job done. I'll tell you that. It's got me a few breakfast tacos in my day. I'll say that. 
I certainly will say that. And if, if that ain't winning in life, I don't know what the fuck is. Breakfast taco and a ride back to your car, back to your van that got locked up because they fucking chained it all up for the night. Dude, come on now. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> you thought I, you think I wanted to be homeless? Yeah, it's just because I could. That's why. It's because I could do it. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Oh, man, sometimes I feel like a piece of garbage. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Have you all been keeping up with the, uh, not that any, not that you're going to get this from mainstream media too much, but you don't get any valuable information from them. Have you all been keeping up with the World Economic Forum meeting that's been going on this past week, people? If you don't know what the World Economic Forum is, it's basically where uh, all the rich fucking leaders of the world get together and plot out the future of the world. I know we're all like have countries and stuff like that. We're all independent, but it's all bullshit. Everything is planned. And, uh, they, that's where they put, uh, that's where they, they come together with their plan and then they send out their puppets to be presidents and run the countries according to the plan that they created. You know what I mean? So it's all these rich assholes from business and politics getting together uh, flying private jets, you know what I mean? And then talking about how, uh, how we need to stop using so much oil. Not them. Once again, not them, just us. They're plotting the future out and nobody, uh, you know, you sound like a conspiracy person or whatever. Go, oh, it's, it's a world government, but that's what it is. That's what it is, people. That's why they're so big into the fucking Ukraine right now. Cause they've had that dude in their pocket for years. That's what it is. That's what the fuck it is. They're planning this shit out. They're taking anything and everything away from you they possibly can. They're they're it's it's fucking wild what is going on. And there's journalists out there trying to interview people and they won't give them the time of day. The CEO of Pfizer was there. You guys should really check out this clip. It's fantastic. Uh the journalists this they can't go into the actual building, of course. But once they come outside, it's like they just start trying to ask them questions and they're talking about the vaccine to the Pfizer guy. And they're going, so did you know that it wasn't going to work when you kept saying it was going to work? And he just doesn't respond as they usually don't. They usually don't say anything. Uh, this wasn't at the World Economic Forum, but that Klaus Schwab guy. Now, I'm not exactly sure who he is. I'm pretty sure he is the founder of the World Economic Forum. I'm pretty sure he's in charge like, that's his whole brainchild, right? It's a very scary name anyway. Uh, yeah, he's the a German engineer, economist, econ economist, Jesus Christ, and founder of the World Economic Forum. So he's basically the puppet master that is running the world right now. That, and you could think I'm crazy. You could turn the podcast off if you want to, but it's fucking happening, people. They're doing it right out in the open. They do it in front of you, and no one seems to bat an eye. It's fucking wild. But uh, interesting was he, uh, a journalist from Japan, little Japanese lady, I think it was a Japanese lady. She gets him outside of his hotel or whatever it is, and she's trying to ask him a question. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'm just a journalist. And she has a real soft spoken, 
you know, a little Japanese English accent going on. And uh, he's walking away. And then for a second, he stops and he goes, well, what, who do you work with? What do you, who, who are you a journalist for? And she goes, I'm an independent journalist. And he goes, oh, never mind. And just walks away. So if she had been a mouthpiece for one of these fucking, you know, one of these bought and sold and paid for media companies, he would have had no problem talking to her. But the fact that she was going to ask real questions, he's like, no, 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 we can't do that. I have to keep moving now. It's just fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. You know, it's, it's, the world is just seems to get stranger and stranger every day. And, uh, I don't know, man, I don't know, but they're doing this shit out in the open. They do it in front of you. These people are running the world, but call it a conspiracy theory, call it whatever it is, but they do it right in front of you. So anybody who's like, oh, that's, that's world leadership or world government is a conspiracy. It's like, well, yeah, they're conspiring together to take away your rights, to take away your ability to think, to take away your ability to speak to take your, away your ability to travel. They're doing it all right in fucking front of you in the name of the greater good, of course. It's not because they want control. It's because they want to help you because they want a better future for you. <laughs> Bullshit. They don't. They don't care about you. They care about themselves and making money. You know, it's like billions and billions of dollars keep going to Ukraine, which is going to build up this fucking war. And, you know, meanwhile, people in... in our own country are fucking really some people are having a real fucking rough time getting through this shit right now. You know, groceries going up, everything's expensive. You can't afford a fucking house, but let's keep pissing away money to some country for whatever reason, supposedly to help them. I'm sure, I'm sure all the money that we're sending over to Ukraine and all the other countries we do it to, I'm sure it all goes to the people of those countries, and I'm sure it doesn't line the pockets of millionaires and billionaires who are living in that country. Probably like off-sea people, too. I'm sure it has nothing to do with that. I'm sure bankers in those countries aren't getting absurdly rich off the money we're sending. I'm sure it's all going to help the people. You know what I mean? And it's the same shit they sold us in that Iraq war, dude. You know, I wasn't, I don't remember the first one that well in the 90s and the 80s, but that, you know, 9-11 happens, they go, no weapons of mass destruction, let's go invade Iraq. And it's like, how many times does this bullshit have to happen for us to realize that they're lying to you? They're lying to every single one of you. They're certainly not helping the people of the country. They never are. If they were helping, they don't even help American, the government Whoever's in charge of the money in America, they don't even put it back to help Americans. So you think that they're going to send the money to Ukraine or fucking Iraq to help the Iraqi people, to help the Ukrainian people? They don't, but they keep fucking saying they do, and we keep buying it. It's fucking bizarre. Put your little flags on your Facebook fucking pictures and your profile pictures and be a good person. You know, make sure you get the fucking border that says you got a vaccine and you, you support Ukraine and Black Lives Matter and all this and that. Meanwhile, they're fucking you over every single goddamn day, people. It's absurd. Hey, I'm still not drinking or coming. <laughs> so that's where, that's where we're at right now. 
I got what fucking 11, 11 days left of this shit that I can have a drink and fucking calm down and stop paying attention to the world economic forum. But, uh, this was my, this was how I existed when I was living in Washington, DC. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't doing much, but I was just very tuned in to all the lies and all the bullshit I was being fed every single day. And it's not a good way to live. And that's why we get drunk. Cause it's like, you know, I don't know the, I don't know. I don't know the way out of this people. I really don't other than, other than everybody just acknowledging what is at least going on. That would be, that would be a start to have everybody go, wait a minute. It doesn't seem like any of these people who say they're trying to help us are really helping us or have our best interests in mind at all. I think that'd be a good place to start, but doesn't seem like voting does a goddamn thing. It doesn't seem like protesting does a goddamn thing. So what is the answer? What is the answer? What did George Carlin say the answer was? Massive bloodshed. Don't condone it, but it seems like it's the only way out of this shit. It is what it is. You got to drag these fucking politicians and these bankers through the streets. That's what you have to do and beat them with sticks. Make an example of these some of, the, some of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Because right now, no one's afraid of the, of the people of an uprising or anything like that. Anytime there is an uprising, it's all like bullshit and nonsense reasons. You know what I mean? The Black Lives Matters protest, that's all they became was just people bored at home and showing off on fucking social media. And what happened with that fucking shit? What happened? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing changed. People got rich. People got super wealthy. And uh, they certainly didn't support the or help out the people they said they were going to help out. They're all crooks. Anybody who's pretending to be a good person seems to be a crook. You know what I mean? It's like all these people are like, oh, they they help out children and all this and that. I watched a documentary about the fucking uh, the gymnastics coach or whatever who was just molesting all the gymnasts and shit like that. It's like, no, he's a good guy. He wants to help out the kids. And it's like, well, does he? John Wayne Gacy, the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Anybody who's trying to help out children, keep an eye on them because something bad's probably going to happen. They aren't good people. You know what I mean? (laughs) What do I know? I'm sure there's plenty of good people out there helping all sorts of people you don't hear about. But the ones who are fucking up in your face going, look at me being a good person, helping out people. There's always some dirty shit that comes out about them. You know what I mean? But we love to buy it. We love to live in a fantasy land. And I don't, uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. What are you supposed to do? Just row, row, row your boat, right? Gently down the stream. And why? And be mer- merrily. Be merry, be merry. Because life is but a dream, you know? But goddamn, seems like a nightmare most of the fucking time. What are you supposed to do? Anyway, I don't know what to do. Just check out some of that shit from the World Economic Forum. It's pretty interesting stuff that's going on. Uh, you know, they're they're planning the future of the world, and you certainly aren't on their mind at all. You are, but not in the way that they're going to tell you that you are. No one's going to help you. It's not good, people. It's not good. And it's all, especially if a war breaks out, if a war breaks out between Russia and America or Ukraine, they'll say, you you know, it's, (laughs) they're already doing that right now. There's already the war between Russia and Ukraine, but really it's, it's Russia versus NATO. That's what it is. (laughs) 
uh, it's not good. It's going to bring in this globalist fucking government and we're all going to be fucked. Ah. Keep your head on a swivel, people. Get you some seeds, all right? Get you some seeds. Get you your garden going and uh, get some chickens. Be around people that you love because that's what's going to make get you through the next fucking 15, 20 years, boy. <laughs> Just my two cents. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. Maybe I don't know anything. I hope I don't know anything. I hope everything I say is wrong all the time. Because boy, oh boy, if I if what I think is right, we're in a lot of trouble. But it don't matter anyway. Smile, get some sunshine, do what it is you got to do. You know what I mean? That's all life's about anyway. You know? In the meantime, you can watch them slap contests they got going on nowadays. If you've been keeping up with those people, that's where we're at now, or as far as entertainment goes and sport in America. They probably do it in other countries too. They do do it in other countries where you just get two people to stand across from each other and they just take turns slapping each other as hard as they possibly can, knocking each other out. Everybody's worried about like CTE and football and all this and that, but. Uh, I don't understand how slap contests are on like cable television now. It's on like TBS or TNT, you know, and no one sees that was like, yeah, that's fine. We could do that. If we can have slap contests and people, I think you should be able to tackle the quarterback. That's how I feel about it. I think you should let people hit harder in football. If you're going to allow people to just stand across from each other and slap one another. Doesn't that make more sense? I also find it funny that it, it Dana White, the UFC guy is the one who's in charge of it, or he's got the company that's on TV right now. And uh, you guys might've saw the video where he smacked his wife on New Year's Eve. And it's like, ah, he was just, he's in training. You know what I mean? He's just in training to compete. That's all he's doing. It's not bad. They were having their own little slap contest. (laughs) Oh God. It's just like, that's where that nobody's talking about the world economic forum, but I certainly see those slap videos popping up left and right going, look at this guy getting knocked unconscious because he got slapped in the face or some other guy's face was just completely swollen. Had like a big hematoman on it. Is that the right word? The thing where you fucking, you get a big lump hematoman. I think that's the right word. And no one's stopping the contest. They're going, Hey, you get another slap in dude. Go for it. Come on. You're not, you're down, but you're not out. (laughs) I'm not going to act like it is not cool because it is pretty cool and fun to watch people slap each other. I think it was in Russia, maybe, or Germany. They were having an ass slapping contest, I saw. So it's just sexy ladies spanking each other. That's something I can get behind for sure. I like that one. (laughs) Whatever we got to do, whatever we got to do to distract ourselves from the impending doom that is slowly but surely and also quickly at the same time coming our way. That's what we got to do, people. The fuck? What the fuck is going on in the world? People are out of their minds. Everyone's fucking dumb as hell. You know, it is what it is. There's no way out of it. The train can't come off the tracks now. We're just going to have to ride it out. But, you know, there's, uh, there's no reason you can't have your shit in order. You know what I mean? Again, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, whatever that means. I don't know the, I don't know how the P, I don't know how regular fucking people are going to make it out of this shit. Uh, you know what I mean? It's going to be very, very interesting. People work like, people work a job and expect a paycheck. 
those types of people. You know what I mean? It's going to be fucking interesting the next fucking five, 10 years for, for us. You know what I mean? It's going to be fucking absolutely fucking fascinating. And I got no answers for you, people. I got no goddamn answers, but it is what it is. It is what it is. What have you been doing with your week? <laughs> I don't know if you guys keep up with my little walks that I do every morning, but I I post like I take a walk pretty much every morning and I just kind of have make a little funny video or whatever. But I've noticed a lot of people have been wondering where I'm walking to. And uh, nowhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just walking. You know what I mean? It's confusing to people. People are like, where are you going? It's nowhere. I'm just walking. Just walking around. Just thinking. Listening to music. Enjoying myself. Having some coffee. Having a slow morning. To, you know, just having a slow start to my day, I guess I could say. Just giving praise to the God Almighty for, for letting me be around for another fucking day and trying to enjoy some of the beauty and the chaos that he's provided for me to enjoy. That's it. Whatever God is, I don't mean that in a religious sense. I just mean that in spiritual, whatever the fucking sense you want to take it in. That's all I'm doing, you know? Because I realized somewhere along the line, a few years ago, I guess, is uh, I spent I spent a lot of time walking trying to get somewhere. And I wasn't I didn't get anywhere, you know? So now I just walk to walk. And I don't mean that in a literal sense. It's more like I, I was so focused on getting somewhere in life. And then when everything shut down, when the pandemic happened, I realized that I had spent, you know, fucking seven, eight years of my life trying to get somewhere. And I didn't even know where I was going. And really, I wasn't getting anywhere anyway. So the point of it is to just enjoy the walk, enjoy the journey. That's what it's about. The destination is irrelevant. You're not going anywhere, people. You're not going to, you're not getting anywhere. You're not going anywhere. That's the point. Enjoy, enjoy the process of whatever it is you're doing. Enjoy the walking. That's all it is. (laughs) Where I'm going is nowhere. I'm just going to end up back home. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm just enjoying the walk. You know? I was so fucking focused on trying to get somewhere in life that I couldn't even realize I wasn't even going anywhere until it was all taken away, until I had a moment to sit there and realize, go, fuck, man. I spent all this time trying to get somewhere, and I haven't gotten anywhere. And I've missed a lot on the way because I was so focused on getting somewhere. You know, that was part of the van journey, too, was just driving. You know, I like that the most, just driving. And uh, I also there's a realization I had with that, too. When I was living in my van, I spent a lot of time driving. I spent a lot of time driving, people. I just liked it. I love driving. I love just going somewhere, going nowhere. You know what I mean? Just driving, going through all these different states and not really and missing a lot because I was driving. You know what I mean? If that makes sense, it's like I went all these different places, but I missed so much because I was driving, because I had I was had to focus on driving and all this and that. So, 
you know, looking out that windshield, I missed more than I saw. I know that. And uh, if you if you look at the windshield as your eyes, which is that's what they are, just a windshield for your soul. Think about how much you're missing just because you're driving around all the time. You're driving your little mud body through life, missing all the shit. And you're going to miss some stuff anyway, just because it is what it is. You know, you got stuff to do. You got to get groceries. You got to go to work. You got to go fuck some lady. You got to go fuck some guy. You got to go pick up your kids. You got to pay bills. You got to do this. You got to do that. And you're going all these places. You're doing all these things. And you're missing so much on the way. So for what that's worth, you're going to miss stuff anyway. But uh, it's, I don't know. It's just about the journey. It's about the walk. It's about the drive, you know. Just think about how much you've missed in life and have ignored. Because you had shit to do or whatever. People you didn't meet. People you walked by that you might have had the best conversation that you've ever had. You know, just because you had shit to do and fuck them anyway. They're weird. You know what I mean? You don't want to be talking to strangers. Why would you? <laughs> just something. Just been thinking a lot. That's all I've been doing, man. That's all I've been doing this past month is just having real, some real reflection uh, just on everything. Just been in a weird, and I don't know if that's just because, you know, people call it a midlife crisis. I'm 35 now, but I've always been a pretty reflective person, I feel like. I've always kind of had time to take a step back and think about where I've been, what I've done, what I've missed, all that shit. And not drinking and not smoking and not coming. It's given me a lot of free time. (laughs) (laughs) Giving me a lot of free time to just kind of sit and think about stuff. And man... Man, oh man, what a journey it has been up until this point in life, people. For me, it has. You know, I've done just about I've I've done just about everything I've ever wanted to do. If I've decided to do something, I always end up doing it, for better or for worse. You know, I wanted to leave Flint. I did. I left Flint. I uh, wanted to work in radio. I started working in radio. I wanted to work in a top ten market in radio. I did that. I worked in Washington D.C. I wanted to live on Maui. I went and did that. I wanted to start doing stand-up comedy. I did that. I decided I was going to live out of a van for a while. I did that, you know. I've done everything I've ever wanted to. (laughs) I'm certainly not rich in a financial sense, but I don't know. I've done done just about everything I've wanted to do in life. Not that I don't want to do more, but anytime something comes up that I decide I want to do, I just do it. It's interesting. I don't know if a lot of people do that. I'm not trying to toot my own horn and be like, listen, you guys should be more like me. Don't. (laughs) Whatever you do, don't be like me. It hasn't been an easy journey. It's been a lot of fun, but it certainly hasn't been easy. But again, just reflecting, just thinking about stuff, getting ready for the next chapter in my life. That's all. That's all I'm doing. You know, I've, uh, I haven't been, here's something I didn't even, this is going to be weird to talk about and I've been putting it off. I was going to talk about this at the top of the podcast, but what the fuck ever. These podcasts where I'm fucking sober and together have been longer anyway. But uh, there was a, there's a point in my life where I just kind of turned my back on everything I had ever believed in. 
And I don't know if you guys have ever had that happen or done that, but I certainly did. And it was uh, is when I was a teenager, everything just seemed to be falling apart. And my parents got a divorce and I just started to reject everything. I rejected the idea of love. I rejected the idea of family. I rejected the idea of God. I turned my back on absolutely everything that had gotten me up to that point. Just because it was, I don't know, it was a hard thing. And it's like, well, if uh, if family has been all we got, you know, because that was a big, that was a big lesson growing up was you always got family. And when that fell apart, it was like, well, then everything else is a lie too. So I just kind of gave up on everything and turned my back on it. And I guess over the past couple of years, and maybe this has came with the pandemic shit and just having time to think, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to find my way back to those things that I had turned my back on that were so important to me at that point in time in my life. And, uh, I think I'm getting there, you know, I'm realizing that those things, you know, just cause it's not traditional or whatever, because your parents, they don't get along or whatever it is and they divorce. It doesn't mean you don't have a family, but it was, it wasn't a pretty divorce. It wasn't fun to go through. There was a lot of anger and not from myself or from myself. I'm not going to act like I wasn't fucking angry. You know, I really was. I was very mad. I was very upset at everybody and everything, but everybody else was mad too. And, and it was just a fucked up situation. You know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that you still don't have family around. And I don't know. I just kind of felt like I was abandoned and forgotten about anyway. So, uh, that's kind of, that's kind of a big reason why I, I wanted to leave too. I was like, no one gives a shit about me here anyway. No one cares what I have to say or think anyway. No one ever asked me anything. So why would I want to be around, you know? But as time has gone on, you know, you realize that we're all just people and, you know, and, and my mom had my sister when she was 23. She had me when she was 25. And it's like, I don't, you know, I, I wouldn't have had my shit together in my early 20s and having two kids. And even my dad, I think he was, you know, he, I think he was in his might've been like 31 when they had me, I think. I think he might be six years older than my mom. Even then, dude, four years ago, if I had two kids four years ago, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do, you know? Especially having to work, you gotta go to a shitty job you don't necessarily like all the time, and then you come home and it's not that great. And it is what it is, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm getting back to the things that, that mattered to me you know, and, uh, that's just where I'm at with it right now. He just gave up on everything. And then you, you, you find your way back anyway, hopefully, hopefully you don't get trapped up in, you know, other people's fucking cults and other people's bullshit that they're selling you and fucking going down the path of hard drugs and all that shit. You know, that's where you can get lost. I know that. There's nothing more that fucking these soulless groups love than lost people. And that's why, that's why there is, uh, there is, uh, I think there is some motive to destroy a family, at least in America. I think there is, is definitely motive 
to destroy the foundation of what a family is. Because if you have a bunch of lost kids looking for truth, and especially not knowing anything, being confused and vulnerable and impressionable, they'll buy anything you sell them. You know what I mean? Because you'll tell them you got the answers. And you parade a bunch of people around and go, look how happy these people are. Don't you want to be happy like them? And they'll go, fuck yeah, I'm miserable. I'd love to be happy. So then they drink the Kool-Aid. It's fucked up. But I think there is motivation and motive to do that. And maybe I'm wrong. Again, hopefully I'm wrong. But uh, but yeah, I'm circling back around. And my family is super important with me. And I haven't been praying I know that. I'm still not religious, but uh, I've been talking to my grandma lately. I have one grandma. I've talked about her a few times on the podcast. She had a heart attack in October. She's still alive. But my other grandma passed away in 2007. But uh, I've just been talking to her lately. Usually before I go to bed, I guess it is kind of praying, but I'm just checking in with her, you know, letting her know that she's missed and... And uh, yeah, that's all. It's pretty interesting. It's been interesting, but I've been feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty centered. You know what I mean? It's been been an interesting month. (laughs) To say the least. Challenge yourself, people. Challenge yourself to go beyond what you think is capable of yourself. Give up the things, even if you don't think they're hurting you. Give up the things that you just do regularly and see where your mind goes, you know, see where it goes. I can't wait to have a drink (laughs) at the end of next fucking week or the middle of next fucking week. I can't wait to smoke a joint and have a drink and bust a fat fucking nut. I'll tell you that much right now, but it's been, uh, it's been a good, it's been a good thing, man. I got this, uh, I got this little uh, pendant that I've been wearing again, too. It's of St. Charles, which I never, I guess I never looked into who St. Charles was. But my grandparents, the one, the grandma who died, and my old-ass grandpa, he, they gave it to me for Christmas. It's got my birthday encarved, or engraved on the back of it. Uh, but I guess he was the saint of traveling or travelers or something like that. He kept out, he kept an eye on people who were wandering around. And boy, if they didn't hit the nail on the head when they gave that to me when I was like 12 years old, you know, I've gotten rid of just about everything I've ever owned. And I stopped wearing that fucking pendant 20 years ago, but I always kept it. So it's hanging up on my my doorknob whenever I go to bed. And whenever I go out and about in the world, I throw it around my neck. That's just where I'm at right now, people. And it's not, it doesn't necessarily, it's not a really, I don't think it's a religious thing that I'm doing as much as it is just going back to where I was, I guess. I don't know. It just makes me, it makes me feel like my grandma's around. And that's all it is. I don't know. It's a lot of nonsense. It is what it is, but uh, yeah. There wasn't going to be anything funny coming out of that anyway. And so I was like, I don't want to talk about this shit and open up a fucking wound and show you people a fucking wound. But there it is. 
It is what it is. Let's get you the animal video clip of the week. Get you on your fucking way, people. How about that? How about that, huh? It's been fun. We had some fun up top. We got some weird shit in the middle. And then we spiraled at the end there, you know? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how every goddamn podcast I do goes. But anyway, this video, very fun one. It's... uh these people get these little dogs and they feel like they could just do whatever they want with them. The heater kicked on. I'm going to let it run just because we're almost done with the podcast anyway. I hope it's not fucking up the sound too much. But uh, it's, you know, it's a girl, late teens, early 20s. She's got a little fucking dog and she's got it all dressed up and wrapped up in a blanket. And she's <laughs> this girl. She's just like scream singing in this dog's face. Like, you're my little dog. I do whatever I want with you. Just fucking singing, but fucking screaming it in this dog's face. And uh, she hits a high note that she has to hold, and that dog just pisses straight in her mouth. <laughs> now, dude, you can't tell me that that dog didn't know what it was doing. You know, it pissed straight in that lady's mouth. And it's like, good. That's what you deserve for screaming in something's face, you know? A little piss in your mouth, you know? Think about that next time you're trying to get in a fight with somebody. Someone's up in your face, running their mouth. Instead of getting in a physical altercation, just fucking piss in their face. That's much more startling, much more, I don't know, it's going to stop you in your tracks, you know what I mean? You're not going to, they're not going to like pop up and, and, and get real, aggressive and physical you can't you got piss in your mouth you're gonna be gagging and puking especially if you hit them in the eyes that's gonna burn you know what i mean so that's my message for the week is rather than resulting to violent physical confrontation just piss in someone's face solves the problem you know if you know even if <laughs> Even if it's not a physical confrontation, maybe you just don't like somebody. Just walk and go, I'm going to piss in your fucking face today. <laughs> and then they'll go, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was being an asshole until you pissed in my fucking face. Maybe that's what we should do at the World Economic Forum, you know? Klaus Schwab, maybe he just needs a little mouthful of pee-pee, and that'll set him on a better path in life, you know what I mean? Maybe all these fucking political rich banker, fucking elitist, corporate assholes. Maybe they just need a little piss in their mouth and that'll set them straight and they'll go, you know what? Maybe I should be looking out for people from now on. Just a thought, just a playful thought. Maybe it isn't massive bloodshed. Maybe it's just about a gallon of pee. Maybe that's the way out. You know what I mean? Hey, thanks for checking out the podcast this week. I hope we got somewhere with it. I will be in Raleigh, North Carolina this weekend at Good Nights Comedy Club with my good buddy Aaron Weber, the 27th and the 28th, doing some clean comedy. The big show, Thursday, February 9th, here in Nashville at Sonny's Patio Pub. Ticket link in the bio. Come see me on that one. I'm headlining. It's going to be great. Also got Omaha coming up, Flint, Michigan, Memphis, Michigan, now I'm burping. Lowell, Arkansas, St. Louis, Missouri, and Syracuse, New York. Other stuff coming up as well. I might be doing some festivals here and there. I might be out in Oregon pretty soon. We got to get that figured out. But hey, thanks for checking out the podcast, everybody. I appreciate your time today. And have some fun out there this week, all right? Hey, hey, while you're having fun, while you're getting your shit together, 
do me a favor along the way, all right? Take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. And I'll catch you around real fucking soon. Later.